as a little boy growing in northern Nigeria. It was already easy to perceive that sometimes life doesn't happen the way many believe. There was always music in the air to go with the smiles on people's faces and the sparkle in their eyes. But back at home, they never had it all like Adam and Eve did. The terrible thing about the lies the older generation told us were that we gradually took them all in as our own truths. So most of us grew up expecting too much from people and the ones who disappointed us got it tooth for tooth. Some of my friends didn't realize that pain was part of life's essence so they lived for only its pleasures. I felt I was missing a lot the entire time I would see them drive off for another party. It was going to be real understandable if I fell for the pressure. Years went by and their hunger for adventure grew. One of my homies got into drugs and has since been battling the addiction. My secondary school classmate became a cultist as an undergraduate because his lavish lifestyle led court groups on to promise him protection. I have lost count of how many young ladies I have returned home to see as baby mamas, girls who everyone used to know was their mama's baby. The shame is real, but they have to deal. At the slightest provocation now, the boys are taking up weapons to war against their own brothers. We wake up every morning with hopes to live life better, only to find the remains of aborted toddlers disposed by our raped sisters. Life is fast becoming nothing, not in my neighborhood at least. These sad stories are told from around my continent, Africa. I know my hood is not the only casualty on that list. We are grieving for the return of sanity. We are done counting scores of brutality. We have not fed fat enough to die by our own stupidity. What would be our excuse for destroying the future we lived for? This is a rain check. Like that is not enough. The government has called us a bluff, promising seven heavens before the elections when the plan is to give us one major hell right after. Why does sense seem so far from family and friends when empty promises are made that we are ready to cast our votes on that platter? Poverty has made some too weak to cry. Some have flown away to greener pastures, while for many, the pocket is just too dry. I know there is a light at the end of a tunnel, but we don't get there driving 300 kilometers an hour in the wrong direction. Rome wasn't built in a day, it was built in Italy. Nigeria wouldn't be any different, but we need to start quickly. Slowly we are now being depopulated by the ones we gave shelter. Far from their land we gave their cattle food and they cooked with our water. And just when we lay our heads to sleep at night, they break in with matches held high, slashing the skin of our fathers, mothers, brothers and sisters with all their might. Every period our blood flows, we take flight with the cramps in our chests. Heart aching as we seek refuge from these bloodthirsty savages, we don't stop to rest. We have become a victim of our hospitality, heavily haunted by death himself. Whether we tell it or not, the truth remains the truth. And this one lies between all of us and can only stay covered for as long as we are comfortable in bed with chaos. If we cannot question the sanity of what has been tagged right, we will never understand the terms of our existence as a people. 
and every political system that lacks the awareness of conscience will continue to fail its people. Is this just one more poetry escaping Africa? Are these just words put together by a troubled poet? Call it what you want, but the fact remains that if we do nothing, these words will stand as a witness to how slowly we died being responsible for our very extinction. We can be more. Be more.